Und Hello and welcome back to Business Insights with Mario and Matt. So today we're, we're blessed with Michael Lawrence Taylor and he is a documentary filmmaker. Unfortunately, Mario isn't with me. So when we just meet myself and Michael, though Mario is definitely here in spirit. I know he is. But Michael, firstly, how are you today? I'm really good today. And look, it's just such an honor to be uh, on your show. And um, yeah, so thanks so much for having me. Michael, I, I just want to say, like I've, been through your website and what you do is, is firstly it's incredible though it's why you do what you do and what drives you that really uh, that <laughs> how i say it like reached me personally i saw the trailer to unseen mm -hmm. your debut documentary which is actually about your story yep. which, uh, <laughs> i mean firstly can i, can I just say the trailer, you mentioned something that it, it gave me goosebumps as I heard it. You mentioned um, that you're a man, that you're going to figure it out, right? Yeah. The, struggle, the struggles you're going through. Can I, can I just say I, deeply that that resonates with me because I used to have a screaming voice when I was younger that um, <laughs> held up the, the same thing given my experiences with my suicide attempt and now ending up in a wheelchair then trying to navigate that. And I still have that voice inside of me. Hmm. Where did that come from for you? Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's actually a really, really good question. And I think it's kind of why I did the film. Um, so when I was a, when I was a kid, um, you know, uh, growing up um, in, in, in primary school, I rem I had this sort of just this one distinct memory that I think really sparked the film for me, um, which was um, I had I had won a athletics race as a kid about seven years old um, at primary school, and uh, that was fantastic. And then I got the opportunity to go to um, the next sort of stage, which is I think where you like verse school versus school um, to race against another school. And I just distinctly remember uh, standing on that line um, about to race and just this wave of nerves came over me, but not just nerves, fear. And this voice inside of me telling me I'm not good enough, I'm not going to be able to race this race. Mm. Um, and I stood there um, I saw people on the side. Um, there was all these other people I didn't know around me and I was really, really scared. And I went into myself and I told myself that I'm, 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 I'm not going to be good at this. I'm going to be really bad and I'm not going to be good enough. And so just as the, the, as the gun went off and I, was, I felt like everyone was looking at me, um, I fell over on the gun. And then I heard people laughing at me and I think from that point onwards, um, I just wanted to become invisible. And it, in some ways it's such a sort of small sort of thing. But to me at the time as a child, it was a really, really big thing. When, um, you, were at, when you were at the line and you had that thought of, am I, am I going to be good enough to win? Am I going to have to race this race? Do you think you're the only one having that thought at the time? Um, looking back on it now, probably not. But at the time, I very much felt like the only one feeling like that. Mm. And, and, and when I fell over... Um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of the metaphor for kind of where, you know, sometimes I've been in my life is that I still feel like that child that's that's fallen over on that line, and hasn't haven't had and hasn't got past even the start line, 
um, you know, and I still and I still struggle with that today. So I guess, like in a in a succinct way, that's kind of where it came from. Um, you know, and and you can imagine just like in life that that sort of plays out in different ways um, throughout your life. Um, mm. and, and for me, that was something that was really strong. Uh, a strong memory for me that sort of that, that, that can sort of bring that back and yeah that's that's kind of the simplest way of putting it <laughs> when you when you fell what did that mean to you at the time when you fell uh, out the gun complete failure but I think like a complete and utter failure um, that I hadn't wasn't it couldn't even take a step forward and and I remember the next year I think the same sort of thing happened at school I was comfortable with the people around me and um sort sort of um in primary school at least and and so I remember I um won and was going to go again and I on the morning I didn't go uh, I was just too scared to go the next day and then I had I, the teacher um you know, I went to school that day and the teacher, one of the school teachers came up to me and just told me that it's just absolutely disgusting that you didn't want to represent your school. And that was just another way of reinforcing that, mm. that, that that sort of happened. And I guess, like, for me, like, sort of what one of the biggest themes in the film of Unseen is this idea of um, not being good enough or, you know, just, just feeling... Um, you know, like so empty, um, and and I came up with this idea of this uh, this glass wall. Like, um, so on that on that start line, uh, when I fell over, um, it was like that white line was just a massive glass wall that I couldn't get past. Um, and on one side was everyone else, where you know life was moving forward and people were happy, and I was on the other side of that wall, and mm. and I was stuck there, and. You know that then became this really strong theme in my film, um, particularly with uh, the the water, which is um, yeah, sort of a, a big theme in my life. It's a place where I get a lot of happiness, um, but you know, at the same time, I sort of really play with that idea of being under the water and above the water, and this idea of being stuck behind a glass wall. Anyway, going off topic. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I think that's perfect. I'd love to transition into that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Canoe polo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And, and, and so, like I said, I, I'm unfortunate I haven't seen the film as of yet. I um, yeah, and I will share it with you. I'm sorry you haven't seen it. Oh, I, I, I did some digging, but yeah, I couldn't find it. But um, that's unfortunate. I I, I I will definitely check it out. With so, firstly, what firstly, what is canoe polo? I, I hadn't heard about it till I till I found out about the film. So canoe polo, um, I, I guess it's the, it's kind of like water polo in kayaks. Uh, so okay. um, if you can imagine what a water, water polo field looks like, it's very much the same except the goals are elevated um, about two metres up in the air and the size of the goals is like the, the size of the back of a basketball net. Mm. Um, and um, there's five players in each team um, and there's a ball just like the water polo ball and the aim is to score as many goals as you can um, against the opposition team. And uh, yeah, so it's quite a sort of a contact sport. It's sort of a mix between say like um, basketball, like sort of themes of basketball with the kind of driving into the basketball zone and attacking and trying to score a goal. Um, but then 
then it's also sort of similar to water polo because of this, like because of the similarity of being on the water. And it's quite a dynamic game. It's only a twenty, it's only twenty minutes. Um, there's two ten minute halves. Um, it's actually played all over the world. Um, you know, in 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 sort of in in all over in far flung places like even like Iran and um, yeah, it, it's but it's a very niche sport. It's a very very small sport, and within Australia, it's it's something that's not well known at all. Like yeah, mm. I was going to say it, yeah, it's it's definitely under the radar. Though you also mention like in the description of the film that it wasn't a like it wasn't about competing, but it was more of a um, can't remember the word you use exactly. Yeah. It was about it was more about you. It was more about believing in myself again, and I yeah. guess and I guess that's the thing is like you know that going back to that idea of that, you know, falling over on that line. Um, yeah. Canoe Polo was sort of, I think, I think, I think because as a, as a young child, I felt different. Um, even mm-hmm. though I was the same as everyone else. Um, you know, I, I, I actually had a stutter as well uh, growing up. So um, that made me feel different as well. And, and I was also quite a sensitive kid. Um, so any anything really kind of, I guess, I guess, I guess, hurt me. So those experiences of school sport were were hard ones, but I love sport. Um, I really love sport, but I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like I couldn't fit in, um, you know, in these different sort of sporting environments in school. And on top of that, I had sort of different challenges with my heels, really painful heels, and. Um, and then I remember my father, who was a who's a kayaker. Um, he took me along uh, to um, uh, the pool one night, and I saw this sport. And it was like these guys with kayaks bashing around, you know, with this ball. And I was like, "What the hell is that? I want to play that." <laughs> um, and yeah, so I guess I just I just kind of got into it, um, and it was kind of this. This, this sort of place where like at, at school, I, I, I didn't realize it until my twenties actually that I, I really had, didn't have a good time at school, but, but because I told myself that I really like, because I told myself I wasn't good enough and, and, and people who bullied me, um, it was much more of a like place of, um, I'm sort of losing track here, but I guess it was kind of like this, this idea that it wasn't necessarily the people who were bullying me, which was the problem. It was the way that I was interpreting what they were saying and almost becoming the bully of myself um, through the ah. of that of that of that bullying. And I guess I suppose those external voices now start becoming your own. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And 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 I think that um, that was really what happened at, happened at school. You know, like I, I kind of you know, I keep, I, even today I sort of tell myself, oh, other people got bullied worse, and 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 I feel like they did. You know, but it's not about that. It's actually about how you react to it and how you feel on the inside from those kind of things, no matter what it is. And I think that's something that's really important to remember for anyone that has gone through that or feels like that. It's about what matters and what, what it feels to you when someone says something to you. Exactly. Um, and like, I just want to touch on that real quick if, mm-hmm, if you don't sure, mind, because sure. when it comes to like, oh, when I was in my bad place, Mm. five nearly six years ago now where I attempted suicide and mm. I was in hospital right and I all these injuries God, so yeah. many so many people wanted to <laughs> who had the worst story 
who had the most amount of adversity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And it's like, and 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 it's so. It's firstly, it, it just doesn't go anywhere. I've, yeah. I, I found it, it becomes this toxic environment where it's like we're just feeding you ne- negativity. It's like here, yeah. here's some of my negativity. Oh, but I've got more for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's like, no, it, it 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 doesn't serve any purpose. No. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Did you, I, I, yeah, sorry. And and I think what you just said that was so key. It's all about how you felt as a result. Talk yes. about this person has a worse or whatever. No, mm. it's what's real for you. Yeah, it's it's really about what's inside you and how you feel. And yeah. if it doesn't feel good to you, you should acknowledge that. <laughs> no, abso- yeah. uh, absolutely. Yeah. And don't run yeah. away from that. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, it, 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 yeah, it's it's just it's really, really true. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess, sorry, I'm sort, of, I'm sort of losing track again, but... Um, That's right. So you were talking about the um, comparing yourself to other people getting bullied, how you, like people got it worse, but no, it's about what happened to me. It's mm, about mm. what I feel. And, and I guess I didn't really like as a kid. I didn't really understand that, and I kind of, I kind of thought I was okay. But there was always this underlying sort of sadness and anxiety, and depression that 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 just like you know that 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 voice saying you're not good enough, like that just that was just grinding away. And I didn't I didn't realize it, you know, growing up. And 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 Canupola was Canupola was an escape from that. Canupola was a way to get away from that. I didn't have to think. Yeah, sorry. So if, if all the voices going on inside you, all the things you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm, mm. I, 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 I'm a man, I'll be able to figure this stuff out. But mm. what, what voices does Canupolo give you? Well, uh, yeah, it, it's this kind of, I guess the voices that it gives me is just this kind of happiness. It's a, a chance to get away from, it, it was a chance to get away from those those kind of thoughts of telling myself I'm not good enough um, because you didn't have time on the on the field to think about that stuff. You just had to play the sport. You just had to literally, um, mm. you know, the next thing you had to think about was that next paddle stroke or that next throw of the ball um, or how are you going to, you know, get up to that end of the field as quick as you can because you need to stop that person scoring a goal. It, it, it was so much more about... Um, about about the present moment but it was also different because I guess I felt it like I felt like I fit in there with with the community mm. of the sport it wasn't it was it wasn't just about that that idea of being in the present moment but it was actually about feeling like I was fitting in you know everyone in canoe polo uh that I interacted as a 12 year old you know I started playing the sport um and I started you know, interacting with people who were in their 40s, you know, who were in their 20s, who were my age, who were, you know, all all walks of life. And and they welcomed me with open arms. And, you know, there was still this kind of like, you, you know, like this kind of fun attitude uh, where we all kind of um, got along and we could all it's really weird to describe, but it was like, you know, I, I guess this is the thing about sport is you, is you, is you develop this community um, and, and, you know, you, you get to know each other well and you know what people like and you know what people don't like. And I think that like um, Canoe Polo was a chance for, for me to feel good in myself um, and, and believe in myself yeah. for so many different reasons, not just about the sport, but about the people in the sport it was very much it is still very much a family i'm going 
to Canoe Polo this afternoon. <laughs> this <interview. laughs> I was about to ask you still play. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what brought you to want to share this with the world? I, I, and because it's so much easier to keep it inside. I mean, like, like I could, yeah. Please. Yeah, and, and 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 I honestly did, and I think that um, oh god, well, I, I guess in answering your question in terms of what what wanted me to bring this to life, so is I guess I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it alive, <laughs> um, right. but I I got to I, I was at I, this whole film came about through studying at the Australian Film Television and Radio School, mm-hmm. um, and. So I guess I guess what had happened, like, um, I'll get I'll, I'll answer the question first. But there's a bit of a backstory about why I even went to the film school. Would you like to hear that first, or would you like to know about why I just made the film? Well, let's get the school, then we'll go to the film. Sorry, let's let's hear about the school first. Yeah, cool. Okay, so I guess um, what had what had happened throughout my twenties is I, I just you know I'd done these different jobs. I lived in Darwin for a while and, and was filming and, and really, really enjoyed it. Came back to Canberra, um, which is where I grew up. Um, and I um, took on this job uh, in the Australian government um, film, filming again. And, and I'm really passionate about sort of filming. I think kayaking and filming are two things that I just, just absolutely love. Um, but what happened there um, is that I'd just come out of a, a, a really bad relationship um, 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 and, and, and that had really impacted me and, and further sort of impacted my self-esteem. And then, and then during um, the, the um, when I was working for the government, I, ha- I got bullied again and I, I just had no skills to cope with that bullying at all and I it, 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 it got to the point where um, I really actually didn't want to live anymore and that's when I knew I really had a problem and mm-hmm. I think that's really when I first started to sort of acknowledge my family started to understand that what 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 was going on and it was also that time that I met my current girlfriend who I guess held a mirror up to myself you know with with these things and, and I think it was it's all interrelated for me in that in that in that sense and and you know like i think um look i'm not gonna lie i still struggle but then i and then i i just straight up quit the government (laughs) i just i couldn't handle it anymore i had to go on sick leave um and that was a really 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 dark time it's sort of hard to sort of communicate how bad it was but because i almost sort of try to even now try and distance myself from it that makes sense um, yeah and i kind of still I, yeah but but i at the time i just i thought i'll just go up and have a look at the open day um at the at the at the at the film school and see what this is all about and i got up there um from canberra to sydney and 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 i was like oh these people are speaking my language like they kind of they aren't making me feel like the way I think is stupid or the way I am is stupid. They're actually responding to things that I'm saying that I've felt all along about filmmaking. And, mm. and it was like, oh, it was that same feeling of kind of, I guess, that community, community and 
canoe polo. And I, and I guess <laughs> I got an offer. I, I didn't think I was going to get in and I got an offer. And I really struggled to make a decision about even going because I still felt like this imposter and not, not, I wouldn't be good enough for film school because, um, you know, I'm just, not, I'm, I'm just not good enough for, 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 for that. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so... It's like the voice that you had yeah. like, back at, 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 at the race for like, it, it, was still, it was still there. Absolutely. In, in fact, my first university degree, I changed from, from a film degree to more of a general degree um, because I just never thought I was going to make it as a filmmaker. <laughs> and I still don't to a certain extent, but I think that's, that voice has gotten a lot quieter. Um, but anyway, so one of the main things at, at, at the Australian Film Television Radio School that, that, you're, that you're required to do as part of, the, part of the Masters of Documentary course, which is what I did, um, is uh, do like, a, like the, a capstone film, like a, you know, the, a film that you need to make, and that scared the shit out of me. Because <laughs> it was like, okay, I'd really have to, I'd have to make a, like a proper film now, you know. I'm, yeah. like, I can't, can't hide behind anything. I've actually got to be the director of a film and do this like what the hell do I do now and and um you know I really I, I tried all these different ideas I just threw all these things around um and it, it it was only like um it just got to the point where I was like I just I, I don't know what to do I can't I'm not a good and you know just again reinforcing all these negative feelings within myself hmm. um and then and then but then sort of, I guess, through that experience of kind of realising, like, I was just struggling so much, it was like, hang on a sec, what's going on here? What's actually, what's actually happening? Like, there's others around me who are managing to get through things all right, but I'm, I'm still just stuck in this sort of space, in this spiral of kind of negativity and kind of it's getting me nowhere. And then COVID hit. Um, <laughs> And it was like, oh shit, no one can film, no one can do anything at the moment. And I was had to come back to Canberra and just be by myself. But that was actually possibly the reason the film came about because I was able to think on my own. And what happened was is that I was able to sort of just sit there and kind of really understand what I want and 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 what 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 it is inside me that I want to say. And I was kept getting drawn to these kind of different um, people who I could, who were really reflections of what I was feeling um, the three different films that I watched. And I guess um, <laughs> I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll make a film um, uh, uh, about canoe polo because I like canoe polo. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I'll do it about mental health because that's something that's really important to me. And uh, mm -hmm. And then I started writing it, you know, out and, and my teacher, my teacher at the time just said, why don't you just do feel like, like, why, like, why don't you just do this about yourself? Is it, this is you? Because <laughs> What I was, was your I was, reaction to that? I was, was wanting to, I was like, oh, shit. I don't, no way will I want to do a film by, about me. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I'm not that kind of person. I didn't want to be that kind of person where it was like this idea where you had to, you know, I have to make a film about myself and I'm really important and cool, whatever. Like, you Cause know, you, like, cause you're a man, right? You have to deal with this stuff on your own. Like, yeah. You yeah. 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 Out, right. And like, yeah. I, I really didn't like that kind of, um, I guess this idea of, you know, your own making your own film about you. Cause it feels very kind of like this big ego 
thing mm -hmm. that um that sort of I guess I guess like um when when he said that I didn't know what to say and um mm. and I but I just I sort of went away a bit and I and I he said why don't you just write a one pager about um you know uh, you can be certain someone else but just what you would if you were going to do a story what would you write about it and I wrote it and um, that's when I came up with that idea of it's not about competing it's about believing in yourself again mm. and um and he was straight away like oh this is this is a story you know there's something here you, you need to explore this and then straight away we went into this kind of um this all happened like just in under a month um wow okay um, and like i had to go talk like we had to go talk to people in the bbc as part of our course and sort of pitch our stories mm. and at the time um at the time I was still not comfortable with it at all, but I had written that one pager and that, that little bit of a positive encouragement made me feel like maybe there is something here. And so what I did was um, I was literally on the Zoom, like saying to my supervisor, like, what the hell do I do? I'm not, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about me. I, I don't want this to be about me. He said, why don't you just pretend it's someone else? <laughs> and so I did. Yeah. And so I pitched this to these, because the, the, it's all part of our practice of the course to pitch the pitch our ideas. Of course, yeah. Um, and and I pitched my idea, um, talking about it as if someone else, and um, and the and everyone responded really well. Um, and wow. it was like, oh, and and that that pot, like like and like. I was able to speak about the film. I was able to talk about what the visuals would be like. And it was the first time that that had happened, um, you know, at, at film school. Everything else was a real struggle. And I, I started to realise that actually this is, this there is something here in this story. And then from there, it was just sort of like, it just sort of all just came together really, really, really quickly um, because I just felt like it was a story I could tell because it was my story. Um, yeah, and and it and it and it was very uncomfortable to begin with, but literally in a short amount of time, and it's still like I'm. It, the films just made it into the Canberra Short Film Festival, um, and it's the first time I'll have to, which is fantastic. Um, but it's also the first time I'll have to be in front of an audience to watch it, <laughs> um, which I'm scared of still, but. Each time, you know, going from that, changing it, changing the the pitch, the pitch from someone else's name to my name, just incrementally, I feel like I'm getting more and more comfortable with, with that, which is yeah. really good. Yeah. So tell me, when you finished the film, and unseen was the final cut was done, how did that feel inside of you? Really good. It it it, it felt it felt closure. I felt closure, and I felt I felt. I felt like I could move on from things that I've just been holding on to my whole life. That that those those fears and those feelings of kind of um, not being good enough. And 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 I just felt I felt like I understood myself finally. You know, after thirty years now, it was twenty nine when I did the film. <laughs> like I actually feel like I can sort of. You know, I, 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 I feel like I know myself now. And, and I think the film was something that was really integral to that. 
And, you know, if I could go back now as a, as that, to go back to that kid that fell over on that line and say, mate, don't worry about it. <laughs> you just fell over. You, you know, you can do another race. You, you will get up again and you, and you're, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. And it's fun. It's so funny you bring that up because it's like you came full circle, right? Yeah. You felt yeah, yeah. So how old were you when you fell at the, at the gun? About seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so at seven years old, you fell down at the gun. Mm. It, it's it, the reason I say it comes full circle is it's like you finished that race because. Yeah. 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 Really? That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of it like that. It's okay to my mind as you were sharing it. So tell me, what was the voice inside of you that, like, what were you telling yourself now that your your unseen had been finalised as the final cut? Um, what I've been, what I've been telling myself, it was a bit, it was a bit of like, because um, it, it took uh, the filming will happen really quickly, but then it took a long time to actually edit the film because being mm. both the director and then having, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah, <laughs> and then like, but then like being in the film. Um, mm. was really hard to separate. So, oh you know, yeah, of course. Like so, like I had someone interviewing me. Um, in fact, the, the the editor of the film, the editor of the film interviewed me, and the um, and I was the person on the, you know, like. But then I was also the person having to construct the story with the editor. Um, and so it was this feeling by the end of after nine weeks of like looking at myself and scrolling through hours of interview footage because it was just really hard for me. It was hard. It was at times actually really hard for me to even look at the film. Um, mm. Sort of um, hard for me to sort of see what the story was anymore. And it, and it really like, it was this constant battle of bringing up like, oh, I'm not good enough. But by the end, it was a real sense of achievement and it was a really kind of proud, proud moment um, that, I'd, that I'd sort of gotten through through that because I really didn't think I was going, I really didn't think I was going to make it. And I think that uh, I've still talked sometimes at the uni. I've, I've, I've done one talk at the uni um, since then to students who have just, you know, been through COVID um, and... You know, after being through what I've been through with with that film and the way that I felt every semester, like literally wanting to quit every semester, like literally every semester until the final semester, um, you know, I could really look back on it and go, I didn't quit and I actually made it and, and I finished that race and I just feel so incredibly proud. And like whatever happens after that was whatever happens, you know, oh. with, with the, with, with, with the film. And it was really uncomfortable sharing it with my family because, mm. um, and all my friends, because I guess I'd, I'd gotten really good at hiding uh, these feelings. Really good. Really good. You know, I'm really good at putting up that wall, that glass wall. And we're all, it's like we're all showed how to do that. We're all taught mm. to do that. Particularly right. as a man, particularly as a um, you know, I'm, I guess I can only speak because I'm a, I'm a male. Particularly as a male, I think that you know I, I went to an all boys high school, and I think that that kind of attitude really gets reinforced in those places. And I think have that, a cup of concrete, harden yeah, up, yeah. man up, be a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and and you're supposed to be able to you know in you're supposed to cope with those things, and you're supposed to not um, show it. And I think I got really good 
burying it and hiding it. And this film was a way of showing it. <laughs> it's, it's like every, it's like everything is up above its head from not showing to now showing from falling over the gun to now finishing the race from saying I'm not good enough to now I'm incredibly proud yeah. dude everything yeah and wow 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 and so now with what you do your documentary filmmaker what stories are you passionate about and why that's a really good question I guess so like now um yeah, God, that's a really, really good question. I, I, I guess so. So now, you know, I've finished finished film school, um, and I'm working for myself. For, I, I didn't think that I would ever work for myself, and I'm still scared by it. But somehow, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the, the the things that I'm really drawn to now is um, these are these the themes of like you know, if you have a tragedy in your life, if you have a if you if you have a, uh, a a trauma, how do you how do you move on? How do you how do you continue forward? You know, like I I've been seeing a couple um, who lost their their house um, in one of the early fires in 2019 um, in the in the bushfires around sort of Canberra in near near Braidwood. They they literally lost everything. And I was went out and saw them um, not too long after that happened, which was one of the films I was exploring of doing at film school. Mm. Um, and you know what really struck me is straight away they were just like, okay, well we just need to rebuild now and get on with it. And I was thinking, how do you, how can you just just go from you know like this this kind of losing everything to determined to rebuild and and they are still re, re, rebuilding and it's been really hard but they're doing it and they're going to do it and that to me is just so inspiring seeing other people go through these kind of these challenges whatever whatever it may be um and be able to show to themselves more than anything i think uh that, that they're capable of so much with hard work and dedication and you know making sure you do it and and and, and i think that you know, their, their themes, and I think the, the underlying theme of all of that is is mental health. And yeah. Yeah. And so you want to be able to help people see that for themselves. Yes. Sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, I think one of the other things that has come out of all of this for me um, that I, again, explored at, at film school, but I, 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 I don't have any qualifications and I don't have any... Um, I guess practicing it, but I'm really interested and inspired to work with, say, young people to be able to, for those people that are, would be interested, to be able to help them tell their own stories in in a in a film format. Um, because I think that there's just so much power in, in in doing that, and it could only work. You know, I'd have to think, I'd have to really think about how I set that up, because I think that it wouldn't work for everyone, and it's not only right for some people, and that's absolutely fine. But I think that that's something that I wish I had as a younger 20 year old, that sort of that time to be able to kind of really think about who I was. Um, and a film can be a really good way to do that, I, I think. I, I honestly just want to say, Michael, honestly, I commend you so much. It's not only are you doing what you do, but you're doing it because you're now the person you needed when you were younger. Yeah. Thank you. That's, Thank that's you. such a, it's, it's such an honorable thing to see. You're not, and, and, in the past, what, 40 minutes or so we've been talking, you have not mentioned once, like, I'm this, I'm that, I do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, you, you've 
being authentic and genuine. That and that's that that personally I I think is the side of every every human, I don't care who you are, that we can all appreciate. It's not yes. I'm CEO and founder of XYZ, I'm the head of HR and director of this and this. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but no, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, I I I one hundred percent agree with that. In terms of uh I think one of the whole things about this is like you know how do you like one of the things i explored in the film was like how the hell do you represent yourself in a film that you're making and can you even represent yourself because it's like you're like um you've got to rely so much on uh who you think you are to be able to sort of tell that story but also you've got to rely on all these people around you and i think that it was the people around me making the film, the, the, sorry, the, the people that I worked with on the film, like the cinematographer and the editor and, and others that, that kind of really helped me see who I was as well during that process of that film. And so it was this not only about just about me and, and kind of being authentic, but sort of really listening to those around me about, about that too. And I think that that's something that is really powerful, whether you're a, whether you're a business owner, a CEO, or um, someone in a team within a business, or anything like that, I think I think listening to the people around you, um, and and having those team of people that you value and trust is just absolutely vital to be able to reach that authenticity. What tells the best stories? What is it that brings us to be more drawn to some stories versus others? I think it's the human condition and I think it's the way that we, for me, it's the way we respond to, to whatever's happened in our lives and, 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 and the way that, the way that we, the the way that we're able to move forward and, and become just better versions of ourselves. And, and that, and I think, I think a really good story, um, will do that in, in all sorts of ways. You know, like for, for me, I'm particularly interested in documentary. And so watching someone overcome something within that documentary um, it is just, it unlocks something in me that feels, in, that, 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 that feels inspired, you know, to, to sort of see that person on screen, um, you know, sort of grow through the film is just, is just sort of something else. You know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I think that, you know, we focus so much on the successes of, you know, like in canoe polo, who won that game, you know, um, or in that sport, you know, whatever sport it is, you know, we focus so much on the outcome, but we don't focus on, on, on the process of getting there and, and the valuing that. And I really love to look at that detail of the, of the, of the getting there. That's what's important to me to be able to put that goal in the back of the net, to be able to, um, lose a game and feel good in yourself is what, what, what I think really matters. In fact, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me all inspired. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, and oh man, I, I, I'm honestly in awe. Seriously, Michael, this is it. You've used your greatest gift, which is yeah. falling over. I don't know. It's just what I'm saying, but. I um, how do you view Michael at seven years old now? What would you say to him? Yeah, it's funny because I think you know, like 
uh, well, I'm not going to lie, I still have bad days. I still would sometimes look at that seven-year-old and go, it's all just a failure, mate. It just, you know, you fell over yeah. and that's that. And I, and, I, and I, you know, like I still really do have days like that. Um, and it's actually still really hard. Like it, it, I, I think this is the thing. It's not something that just ever goes, I, I don't know if it ever goes away, um, but I think you get better at sort of coping with it. And I think, you know, there are days like today and there are days like other, and, you know, more, more days like today where, you know, if I was talking about how do I see that seven-year-old now, I would tell him it's completely okay that you fell over and, you know, uh, it, it, you will get back up and you will finish that race. Just might not be this race, that, 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 that specific race. And that's okay. Mm. And, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, that going back to that notion of the glass wall, it's like I would smash down that glass wall for that seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Get rid of it and, 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 and it never be gone. And I think that's what I did through the film. And I, I love what you're sharing because it's a universal principle you, that we all could relate to. Mm, mm. I, I guarantee you each and every person listening to this right now has fallen at the gun at some point in their life. Absolutely. Whether, whether it be in a race, in a relationship, in the workplace, whatever it may be, though to then finish the race, it is possible that we can pick ourselves back up. And I'm sure everyone listening here has done the same thing. And yeah. Yeah. Wow, Michael, you're, yeah, this, I, 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 I did see this conversation just being about one, one film that you made, which is your story, which is huge, though there's so much under it. Wow. There, yeah, look, and I think, but I think that's, this, you know, I think when, when, when you really dig deep within yourself, I think this is mm. something that, that a lot of people would, you know, in things, different things would come out. You know, it might not be a film. It might be, you know, a new business idea or it might be, um, a, you know, so something that you'd never really even thought of. Um, and I think I think this idea of reflecting on who you really are and trying to understand yourself the best you can is just something that is so important that we don't, it's not necessarily thought about when you're trying to earn, a, earn, earn money. <laughs> um, because I went through a lot of my 20s not understanding myself and I really struggled in so many different ways. Mm. Um, and, you know, uh, a lot of that was to do with not understanding who I am. And it's a great disservice to not understand who you are and to spend the time to think about who you are mm. and, what makes you, and what makes you you and uniquely you. Yes, because I mean that's that's all about gifts, right? The mm. fact that we, we are unique and we are our own self. We're not someone else. And yeah, that's and, yeah. And, and 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 to be proud of that, you know, to not feel ashamed of that, which is what I felt and what I'm sure a lot of people sometimes feel. You know, is shame of who they are. I just want to say, Michael, like not only have you shared a lot about your past, you're also being very real and authentic about who you are today that, you know, you still get these bad days Like that voice of I'm not good enough. So, you know, it still creeps in every now and then the fact that you're saying that is truly commendable. The reason I say that is because it's one thing to talk about your past, but to talk about the present is a whole nother ball game. <laughs> and it's harder to address what's present. because it's what's real. You might as well be walking around naked 
because he, here I am. Well, he, this is the real me. So <laughs> well, it's, 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 so, it's so true because, you know, like you, you look around, you know, you look around on social media and, uh, or, or on other places and you see a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, other people's successes. Um, and it starts to create this sort of idea around you that everyone's doing so well, except you, you, why, why, aren't I, why aren't I or why aren't you? Mm. Um, and, 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 and I think that, you know, that there's, the, it's kind of really important to be honest about how you're feeling at the time and to not hide that and to be okay with that and to know that it will get better. You know, and part of that is just by not, you know, as I said before, just knowing who you are and trusting that you'll get through whatever it is you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Other strategies that you have in place to help you get better, yeah. to help you overcome these challenges? Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I, I think um, canoe polo still is very much one of those things that I think, you know, helps me just, and 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 a lot of exercise, just just anything where I'm where I'm active, I think really really helps me get through something and get my mind off off things. But you know, the biggest thing I fear is not having that. And I actually don't know what I would do if I didn't have that. I'm, not, I'm actually scared of that still. Yeah. Um, if I'm not able to, if I get injured, I'm actually scared of what that might mean for for, for me. And that's sort of like that next step, I guess. It's like, you know, not not just relying on say one thing and I think filmmaking for me is something that uh you know brings this sort of happiness as well and sort of escaping into these different ideas um mm -hmm. and sort of trying to come up with new, new ways of telling a story um so I think I think I think canoe polo um but also but also talking about how I'm feeling actually is a really big way that I also sort of work with it and I do that particularly a lot with my girlfriend we both talk very clearly to each other we communicate you know a lot about how we're feeling and i think you know i, I don't hide that as much now mm. anymore so yeah amazing amazing man <laughs> and for everyone watching I, I honestly i really encourage them to reach out to you michael seriously how can they get in touch yeah, well, look, um, I mean, I guess I will share my website with you so you can share it online and that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Um, what was the website? Uh, au. So that's mlawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, Michael. Seriously, really appreciate your time. For everyone listening, thank you very much. This has been Business Insights with Mario and Matt. And very blessed with Michael Lawrence Taylor. What a story. What an, what an authentic person. And this is the type of people we want to get like on this show. And so thank you again for listening.